Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Menes in the News. And joining us once again, Crystal Beth, welcome. Hi, thank you again, guys. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, we are happy to have you back for Minute 63, which begins with Marty asking, what about Jennifer? What about Einstein? And ends. What about Marty? And ends ends with Doc saying that old Biff must believe he has succeeded. So, uh, so yeah, we we begin in uh, alternate 1985, Mm. and we end in 1955. This is good. This feels right. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is this is what I came. This is what this is what you come for with the back. This is what you come for with the Back to the Future movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I have uh, my big thing with this this minute right now is when my anxiety always starts for this movie. I know how it's going to end. I've seen it a billion times, but this is the part where I'm always like, because <gasps> so much stuff is happening all at once, and I'm like, oh, they're not going to make it. Yeah, the stakes have <laughs> never been higher. Yeah, and but they this, must succeed. Yeah, and the time travel is crazy. When there's like double people happening, I get so nervous for time and space. Yeah. (laughs) It happens in Doctor Who, too. When I'm watching that and there's, you can, when they're near where they were, I'm like, no. Oh, God, careful. (laughs) It's just like, I don't even know if it matters in this, in this universe or not. What are the rules? (laughs) Yeah. What? No, I don't know the rules. It's terrifying. And Luther, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I was uh, I was pleased that Jennifer was the first person that Marty mentioned because the way that this movie has treated Jennifer so far, I half expected Marty to think of Einstein first. Yeah. Were you pleased or surprised? Both. Pleasantly surprised, I believe, is the term. Yeah. All right. I like <laughs> that he is. said it too. It's a nice. It's also a very nice, smart way of reminding us that yes, there are people who have things at stake besides. I was about to say yeah. Rick and Morty. Besides Rick and Morty, right now, <laughs> yeah, this, this this is bigger than just these two. Now this involves Jennifer and Einstein. More importantly, Einstein. But Einstein. Jennifer, Did you see how whatever. Einstein's bed was flipped over? This cannot stand. They need to write. <laughs> oh yeah. They need to write these wrongs. Um. Yeah. So so okay. So last last week? No, the week before last. Uh, when we had um. When we had Michael on the show, uh, he talked about how he felt that the timeline, the alternate timelines worked so that the uh, the artifacts from 2015 could remain in uh, alternate 1985 despite that 2015 no longer existing. He talked about how those two timelines can work. However, I would say that this minute kind of contradicts that a little bit. Just because Doc says – because the way that he he put it was just that they are – both timelines are happening and it's just about the DeLorean and Marty and Doc going back, finding a way back to that timeline, uh, finding their way back to that timeline. And if that's the case, then leaving Jennifer and Einstein in Alternate 1985 would not end with them merging back into the old 1985 when they fixed the timeline. They would just be lost forever. 
Yeah. And this kind of goes in my ultimate philosophy again and again with time travel and the concept of movies, which is kind of the only time I'm really interested in talking about time travel, to be honest, uh, yeah. is whatever helps the story. Like m- movies barely pay attention to real science. I, I see no reason right. why they should be beholden to fake sciences. So like what whatever leans towards like helping the, the narrative out, you know, in which case, yes, obviously you don't want to think about poor Jennifer and poor Einstein stranded in a hellscape for, for the rest <laughs> yeah. of their lives. I agree with that. I think that movies that I appreciate the most are the ones that just take the time travel and interdimensional travel and uh, even light speed travel as something that just exists. It just exists in the movie. We don't explain how airplanes work every day when someone's like, oh, I'm going on a flight. We're not like, how are you? How does that plane work? How do you get up in the air? We don't explain that. We just take it as what it is, which is what exactly what they do. So once movies start going too into the science of why something works, I do not like that. But the more they're just like, especially, I guess, Alien. I've been watching and playing a lot of Alien Isolation lately. And I think that I really like about that movie is that all the things happen in it without them talking about why. Yes, the spacesuits they have air shoots out of the top. Why? We don't know. That's just how it works. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like and like the 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 like the alien has rules and the movie follows that. You know, like oh, well, right. if an alien bleeds, the acid does this and if an alien has falls in love, then this happens. But like right. But yeah, so like as long as the movie is following its own rules, it can kind of it can be excused for not following like the laws of physics. Right. I right. completely agree. I don't need the science and technology of it. Just give me the fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have documentaries for that. And there's there's, exactly. there's there's amazing things to learn about our world. Well, what I was getting at was just that I think I think Jennifer Parker and Einstein stranded in in Hell Valley became uh, became vigilantes together and. Oh, that is yeah, a really that yes. is a really great spinoff, though. <laughs> cleaned yeah. up, cleaned up that town. Jennifer and Einstein hears of the wasteland. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. I would watch that. Um. <laughs> and fashion show. Sure. The only thing I'd be worried about is uh, Einstein is kind of a long-haired dog, and I'd be worried about what that what how he would do in like the heat. Well, Einstein yeah. would be like Einstein would be like her Alfred. Oh yeah, he would be like her her Felicity Smoke, like yeah. her, his eye, her eyes and ears. Yeah, and you don't want the hair to get too long. They don't have capes for a reason. Yeah, that's true. The hair will get stuck on thistle. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of thistle in Hell Valley. So much thistle. I mean, They're have you ma- seen the weed problem they have? It's crazy. No one's gardening anymore. Mm-hmm. It's true. Speaking of uh, uh, nature and and gardening. Um, not sure what you're getting at. <laughs> Are you talking about the the great trees around the sign? Yeah, the fields, the open, yeah. wide open fields of 1955. Yeah. I love it. Okay. What kind of crops yeah. are those? Uh, corn. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> we, I just like corn. Um, yeah, I uh, they go back to their their spot where they uh, their favorite spot. Yeah, their favorite DeLorean parking spot. Come, Audie, to our favorite spot behind the billboard, where we will park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, just, I think I just heard Tumblr squeal. <laughs> that was fun. 
This is uh, always the part when they're talking about when they when they say it feels like I was just here yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, they've only been doing this for a day yeah. when I have to do three things in my day in my real life. I'm exhausted. I can't even imagine how tired they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we brought this up. We're like you, you watch like Force Awakens and it kind of plays like that whole movie takes place in the span of like 14 hours. Mm-hmm. But just no one sleeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's crazy. I just that I would I would not sign up for what they're doing. How great Seems would it be fun. <laughs> if when they land in 1955, you just see like Marty kind of like napping in the back of the DeLorean. Just like a little. That would be great. Of, just a little touch mm-hmm. of like, oh, right. Yeah, they're they, they need to rest. Hey, kid, wake up. We're home. Marty, wake up. You're safe and sound. That's good old 19, 1955. You knew we were going here. We just talked about it. Not three minutes ago. That's just how I wake up now. Ten fifty five. No. No. <laughs> oh, oh, good. That's so funny. I I love that the DeLorean is icy. Like I like they don't they don't talk about it it just is because that's how it works yeah and i really like that the prop department or whoever was responsible for that remembered i guess because yeah. i feel like that would be an easy thing to forget and it is a it is such a cool little detail from the first one right yeah i really like that details really that might be another reason why this trilogy them it, i mean it draws such a good people too because mm-hmm. of all the little detail they put in stuff. And as you get more excited about stuff, you can over things like Frost. And when you get excited about that, it's another way to nerd out. And then you can you develop your own little nerd community on it. Right. And speaking of uh, little details, can we talk about Doc's shirt? Yeah, the, with the trains on it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I know, but I've never seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. I just remembered it. He loves <laughs> trains and he loves the West. And that's where he's going. Just the Spoiler- yeah. yeah. What if a shirt was just a bunches of little pictures of Mary Steenburgen? <laughs> I, I, you know what I want to know is prior to the trailer at the end of the movie, did anyone know that Back to the Future Part Three was a thing that was happening? I bet it was a Didn't lot. Didn't they film these at the same time? Yeah, yeah, they they did film them at the same time. So I was just wondering if like people of the time if they knew they were getting two Back to the Future sequels, or if they were just seeing this, believing they were just getting one movie, and then at the end, surprise, cliffhanger ending, the sequel's coming next summer. Man, I bet it was a lot easier to not know that back in 1988. Yeah. Oh, I hope someone that's listening to this knows the answer. Yeah. I really want to know. I mean, yeah, because when you were a kid, you just had. Do you remember when you didn't know if a movie was coming out until you went to the movies? Oh, yeah. Yes. I'll never forget seeing. I, I think I've told the story on the podcast, but I'll never forget seeing like the Batman Forever poster and like losing my mind. Yeah. Another Batman movie. Now yeah. I find out everything on Reddit. I remember seeing the poster for the Power Rangers movie and losing my mind because I was like, whoa, what? Because nice. I just watched the show as a kid and didn't know that they were making a movie. I think the last time we had that was when, like, probably at the end of Iron Man. I think that was the last time we were, like, 
surprised by something. The Avengers thing? Yeah. I don't oh, know no, I, don't I mean, I, I knew that that was there. Oh, yeah, I, I unfortunately did, too. Yeah, well, I mean, because if we didn't know, we wouldn't have stayed through the credits because no one did that yet. Oh, right. Yeah. So, Why yeah, they I, definitely spoiled that ahead of time because they wanted to make sure people stayed. They had to start training people. Right. <laughs> it's a great way for you to look at everyone's credits or you can just get home and Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, like, they kind of did that in Independence Day, but it just. Just, you know, it's not going to happen. So that was kind of a. Kind of <laughs> Is it not doing well overseas? It's not doing great. It's like it's I mean, it, I don't think it's open in a lot of places. Oh, okay. I think whether whether or not it opens big in in China will probably be the biggest factor on whether or not they'll make another one. Yeah, there is a there is a very uh, there are several uh, Chinese protagonists in the movie. So that makes sense. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there's so many cool things about it. It just sucks at them. There are like a lot of good ideas. Like I love how international the cast was like there's like kind of like a Mako type of character. There's like a fighter pilot. There's like mm-hmm. there's two gay characters who are like like they're a couple and it's like not a joke and like you care about them. But the movie's just so not good that it's just a bummer that you don't you can't enjoy the whole. Yeah. You know? I think that they should have paid Will Smith any amount of money he wanted to be in it. It's super weird that he's not there because like I don't know if in the in the in the sequel very early they're like, oh, he died. uh he died doing a test pilot thing. Yeah. F and, that. No. And, yeah. It's a No. Movie. Oh, that makes yeah. me crazy. Yeah. Ugh, I was wondering what that, I knew. Ugh, I knew that he, he was going to die, but he, he should have been, been that president. he was. Who, who, who was president in it? Um, I think it was, I think it was uh, a woman from ER. And like mm. snakes on a plane. <laughs> Julie Margulies? Margulies? Is that her name? I'm oh oh her, yeah. I'm Thank pretty you. sure I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be Will Smith. Like in the original draft, his character was president now. Well that's weird too. I don't know if that character would be the president. I just, yeah. yeah. I think he should just be flying around shooting at things. Maybe in charge of like alien technology security protocols or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Head of partying. Yeah. Head of partying. Was the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire in this one? Oh, he died. Did he die? Yeah, he dies in the first one. Oh, I don't know. Harvey Firestein? Harvey Firestein, yeah. He goes, oh, brother, or something like that. Oh, oh, no, I think he says the S word. Yeah, oh, Oh. shit. Oh, Tracy. You can can say that on this show. Oh, okay. Because they they say it in the movie, so you can say it in the podcast. Okay, awesome. (laughs) I almost said it, and then I was like, well, I just said asshole a second ago. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i shouldn't say shit <laughs> um, they actually very famously say assholes they very oh, yeah. famously almost said homos yeah oh yeah <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to break it down oh, well man. i want to go uh <laughs> <laughs> so they land yeah. so they land behind their favorite spot and immediately yeah. get th- again like I, I i love that they're always they're always they're always focused on work yeah, they're never they're never just lollygagging around. Oh, maybe you guys know the answer to this. This thing that bothers me is when Doc always says to Marty, get to town. From there, how yeah. far away is town and is he walking the whole way? 
You've done it before. Get walking. Yeah. Yeah. You did it before. We we talked about how far from town this was when he made the, the trek in in the last movie, but mm-hmm. I forget what we decided. Because it was a while. We we decided it was a while because of like the change of lighting and, and Yeah. Was, I'd be like, listen, Doc, I know we're trying to be kind of like inconspicuous, but it's still dark out. Maybe give me a ride into town. I'm tired of walking. I'm tired. I've been awake for twenty four hours. Can you drive me halfway? Right? Well, he's got his, he's got his, he has his hoverboard. Oh yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, just ride yeah. your hoverboard, Marty. Yeah, just ride the hoverboard into town. It's like and punishment. If, it's like grounded. <laughs> and then if someone sees you by the side of the road, you can kill him. Uh, so let's go ahead and 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 bring back up the 1967 draft because yeah. where we last left off, Marty and Doc are ready to leave for 67. Right. So now we've cut back to. The Paradise Hotel, where Biff, this is, I'm, I'm, I am going to read verbatim the action line. Please. Biff is in a hot tub with three gorgeous bimbos. Bob. He's talking on the phone. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This happens sometimes. Uh, so, uh, so Biff is on the phone with the senator telling him to, to get the IRS office back. Uh, when a Biffco uniform security chief enters with his report, can you guys guess who the uniform security chief of Biffco is? Captain Mita. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Chief of security for Biffco. Any guesses? Uh, um, I was going to say Goldie. That was the one I was just going to say. But then I was like, no, no. It, it can't. It's not that he was bullies because they've already, they, they've already showed up, right? Right. Your name's Cohorts. Is it, um, is it Lou? Is it the diner guy? No. Is it any of Marty's siblings? No. Is it one of Lorraine's friends? The, the no. marmalade sandwich? No. <laughs> uh, the Dave? Einstein? No. No, <laughs> that'd be great, my lord. <laughs> no, it is, it is Biffco Security Chief Strickland. Oh, that's. Oh. I just felt three very specific emotions. Oh, <laughs> oh, of course, was my first one. Oh, that'd be great, and oh, he would never do that. I <laughs> forgot. I, I forgot he wasn't already in the story in this draft. Yeah, correct. Um, I much prefer him being a hero of the wasteland. Me too. Also, not to bring up Star Wars for the third day in a row, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I Security Chief Strickland, I mean, he would just look like Lobot, wouldn't he? He would look like Lobot. <laughs> he would just be Lobot. <laughs> Lobot. Man, I want him to have his own, his own silent 1920s film. <laughs> so Strickland tells uh, Mr. Tannen... Uh, that they got a trace on the call and then it's listed to Dr. Emmett Brown and gives an address. Biff says, all right, have your boys hook up with the police. Go there. Get him. Bring him to me. And Strickland, no screw ups. And then Strickland oh. goes, what do you think I am? A slacker? Yeah. No. That's the one I thing wish. missing from the scene is, is God, doesn't, he doesn't call anyone a slacker. What? Oh. No, get out. Of- oh, thank God for rewrites again. Yeah. No, no, no. We just cut back to Doc's lab. It's almost not um, even it's almost not even Strickland if he doesn't say that. I know. It's true. Like like I said, he's Lobot. Uh, yeah. so 
Doc is throwing empty dog cans into the Mr. Fusion. Sure. Um, and uh, he is getting like their their money together and, and like supplies and all of that stuff. And then the clocks go off uh, and Marty says, oh, my God, I forgot about Jennifer. We left her in the hammock. And then Doc <laughs> says the whole thing where he's like, ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Also, they are referring to Hell Valley in this draft as Biff City. Oh. Marty says, like, I don't want her to be stuck here in Biff City. And then Doc says, if we succeed, the events that created Biff City will never have happened. Uh, Biff City. Uh, Hell Valley's better. Not great. You know so how then they Marty, build, Marty you know how they build Biff up. City? <laughs> did, they, did they build it on rock and roll? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I think I think Biff would have. We're all gonna be doing that for the rest of the day. I said I I was trying so hard not to sing it, but I was like, I have to sing it to maybe get it out of my head. I think you just I think you just wrote Biff's uh, commercial for his resort. (laughs) His advertising, like, come to Biff City. Yeah, and it's just him going, I built Biff Biff City. City. I Biff Biff City. We built uh, the Schmitty on Tootsie. So. <laughs> uh, come down to Biff City. Uh, oh, man. I want to write the parody of that so bad now. <laughs> just, uh, like a, just like a bad like tourism video. Yes. <laughs> All so, the hoes you can eat. So, Nick, you know how in this draft, weirdly, yeah. Doc speaks out loud to Einstein a lot? Yes, it's my favorite. Okay, yeah. It, it, okay, so Crystal Beth. Sometimes when Marty's not around and it's just Doc, he will do what he does to Marty, but with Einstein. Yeah. There's so no change. Talk to Einstein a lot, right? Really? So, yeah. Yeah, all, all the time in this. But like not in like a kind of like, you know, like, oh, you doggy. No, like, Einstein, we have to hurry. We have to do this. That's so funny. <laughs> So so in this, so Doc explains why uh, Jennifer will be fine. And then Marty's like, well, you're the scientist. And Doc says, that's why I'm not concerned about leaving Einstein behind either. And then he goes to, he turns to Einstein and says, he says, I'm sorry. He says, he says, hear that, Einie? We're leaving, but not for long. In fact, we'll be back before we left, which means we won't be gone at all. Why am I trying to explain this to you? You're a dog. Oh, man. My oh, f- my God. <laughs> so he, has, he finally realizes what he's doing, bec- I assume, because Marty's in the room. The he's hell like, what am doing? I talking to you? I could be talking to Marty. Hey, I could talk to a human. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is, is the one earlier where he tells Einstein that he's part bloodhound. Yeah. You're oh, part man. bloodhound, which means you can find Marty by smelling the shoe. <laughs> I wish that I had all the money in the world so that I could make these other versions of scripts. Oh, you know, it's so weird. I was just thinking about that yesterday where like, if I had like money and famous like friends, I would like love to like, cause you did. Okay. Do you ever like see a movie and you're like, that actor looks so much like that actor. I want to like remake scenes with like different actors. I wonder if you guys could do that, but as kind of integrated in with drunk history, kind of where oh, you have oh, someone like Scott who knows this screenplay inside and out now get drunk, explain what the extra stuff is. 
and yeah. then have it'd your friends s- act that out. There'd be so many good ones because because there's the bracket draft of Empire that you could do that with. That would be amazing. Yeah. There's also uh, there's the original Scream Two that got leaked. The ending that got leaked. Yes. Uh, where there were two different killers. And then you don't have to worry about uh, copyright infringement because you're doing. Look, so guys, listen. Talk to me. I'll help figure out your life's dreams and goals. Yeah, we could do the version of Scott Pilgrim where Scott chooses his knives instead of Ramona. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Now you're just talking crazy. Yeah, but I, I remember what made me think of that is I was watching Adventures in Babysitting yesterday and I saw the scene with Vincent D'Onofrio as Thor, and I was like, how fun would it be to like shoot this scene as like a sketch, but like with Chris Hemsworth as the mechanic. Oh, that'd be so good. Hello. Guys, oh, you're going to be fun. Oh, this. The original <laughs> Ghostbusters draft where they go to hell. Oh, Ghostbusters go to hell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Okay. Where they just so play anyway, the Fallout Boy song. So Doc starts splitting up the money. He's, he's, <laughs> he gives he gives $300 to, to Marty oh. and then gives 500 to himself. Uh, <laughs> no reason as to why... Marty needs 300 or why he needs 500. They just, he just passing out money. I got to buy bigger plates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Marty says, Whoa, I better not be carrying my driver's license before I've been born or these IDs. And then they switch out all the IDs. Like he literally saying things like this out loud. Like this is a really, sometimes this is a really bad first draft. Like, Even better is if they were doing all of this wordlessly without talking to one another. Yeah. yeah. Just like so, glancing into his wallet yeah. for a second. It's like, you know, when you have a roommate and you can just like not talk for like three hours. <laughs> so then Doc says, well, I think you're, we're ready. And they get in the car and uh, Doc sets the destination time for September 20th, 1967 at 620 a.m. Because Doc loves arriving in places just before dawn. <laughs> Um, it's his favorite thing. He loves and sunrise. Then, uh, he's like time circuits on check. Mr. Fusion on check garage door open. And then they open the garage door and in the, in the driveway are police cars with flashers, armed cops and Bifco guards. And, uh, one of the cops is on a bullhorn and says, you're surrounded. Do not try to escape. And Marty says, shit. And doc says, no, Marty, Bullshit, and then flies <laughs> over. There. And then the, the DeLorean picks up and flies over them like ET style. Oh my god! Wow, that's no, wow. No, Marty. Bullshit. Oh god. Uh, this amazing. is just great. You got to make these guys. And then they start they start shooting at the at the DeLorean. Strickland oh, okay. <laughs> Strickland calls in a chopper. Uh and then the uh the police are firing. A shot explodes on the bottom of the DeLorean, ripping through a cable and causing sparks. A red light starts flashing. Now here's my favorite part. I think this is my favorite part so far in the entire 67 draft. This is amazing. Okay, so the red light starts flashing. Doc says they there goes the aerial acceleration cable, um, which is basically I, I just like how they accelerate in the air uh, without friction or whatever. And uh, Marty says, is that serious? And he's like, without it, we can't get up to 88. Marty says, that's serious. 
So they're they're holding steady at 75. A cop pulls out a grenade launcher uh, and starts uh, start start mm-hmm. starts aiming it at the DeLorean, right? And so Doc says, "Hold on!" And he 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 arcs the the DeLorean up. And so they're not getting any speed, but the, and and the speedometer is starting to go down as they're climbing up. And then Marty's like, "What are you going to do? How are we going to get up to nineteen? Get up to eighty-eight miles per hour?" And then Doc says, "Gravity." And then just <gasps> br- like just just turns the DeLorean sh- nose dives into the wow. ground. Wow! And so then the DeLorean is flying toward the ground. They're aiming right for a warehouse, and the speed is slowly climbing, slowly climbing. And then just before they're going to ram into a warehouse. They hit 88 miles per hour and Doc pulls up and then they go back in time. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I am. I wish that this, I wish you could see my face. Cause I'm like wide eyed, wide mouth, smiling, like leaning into my microphone. Like, Oh uh, God, this is so cool. That would have been like the rock coming down in Raiders in terms of like, like oh man, my God. Right? That, yeah. that would have killed the house. It's it's my favorite moment in all of this draft so far. I was like, oh, if only they could have figured out a way to incorporate that because that is so good. Wow. That's the kind of thing like if they did one of those reboot calls for for Back to the Future, the the way that is like in fashion right now, mm-hmm. um, that would be something that they should pull from this draft and incorporate yeah. into like the new Back to the Future. It's sort of like how they're like, hey, BB-8, what if? We can yeah. do that now. He can just be a ball now. Let's do that. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Totally. Oh, that's so good. That's so cool. Gravity. Yes. Yeah. Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> just never. By the, and like in my vision, they, they are not breaking eye contact with each other this entire I time. I just, well, no, I just imagine it's just like the moment when the DeLorean is barreling toward them at the mall. Oh, yeah. And, and, Mar- like, ah. and Doc like pulls Marty back toward him. <laughs> Die with me, Marty. We die together. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bros, 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 bros. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, that's all I got for this minute. I think that's all you need. Yeah, Bradley. that is the best place to end ever. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you can tell us about how much you love that moment from the 67 draft by going, going to duelinggenre.com. And leaving a comment in the post of this episode. You can also check out the comments from we have like a little community going. We have we have a couple of listeners who do just, you know, come hell or high water. They post on every single episode that we post, and it's awesome. And I read every Aww. comment and I love it. And uh we're even getting uh people are starting to respond to each other. It's nice. It's really You're cool. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, the movies uh, are on Netflix now, which we haven't talked about, but that's I'm excited yes. about that. That's true. They are on Netflix now. It's very exciting. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, go there. Do that. Also, while you're there, go check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast, uh, which is which is back in full swing. Uh, so go go check that out. We do that with uh, our lovely co-host Cassandra Fredrickson, and uh, also Geek by Night, which I think as of this episode, I think it's back today. Damn, that's crazy. I'm pretty sure. So anyway, so so uh, so go uh, check that out uh, and uh, and whatnot. And while you're there, you could also go to DuelingGenre.com/support 
uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, again, as of this recording, we're only uh, $5 away from our first Patreon goal of Back to the Future Minute, No Roads Edition, the weekend edition of this show, which will continue through our hiatus between uh, parts two and three. Uh, we're now two-thirds of the way through the movie, so we are we are inching ever closer to our hiatus. So if you want us to stick around, uh, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to push us over that that two fifty a month. Could uh, we have uh, guests on this No Roads edition, Scott? Of course. Mm. I think that was I think that was supposed to be an open for Crystal to be like, I want to be a guest. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. But I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm invited. They might not like me anymore because anxiety is <laughs> real, guys. Uh, well, I'm sure Scott <laughs> talked will have a wonderful time. Well, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, as soon as you said for uh, the third movie, I was uh, I already I was like, okay, what minutes do I want to ask for for that one? Oh, totally. Oh, we'll ask you that yeah, nice. in a couple of quote days. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so go to duelinggenre.com slash support, check out our Patreon page and, uh, and whatnot. We're also selling t-shirts at duelinggenre.com slash merch. If, uh, if that's something you're into, uh, Crystal, what, what, what's the name of your podcast? Tell, tell the people at home about it. Oh, well, the name of my podcast is Unlimited Lives and we record every Thursday when we stream live on Twitch at 515 every Thursday. And it's released on Tuesdays on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, it's super fun. It's a video game comedy podcast. So we talk about video games, news, gaming conventions, new releases, everything like that. Um, I started playing Alien Isolation for the Alien Minute podcast. And it's one of the coolest games ever. So we try to incorporate a lot of you Minute guys on it. So I'll be talking about you guys Ooh. on nice. Thursday. So I'll talk about this and have people... Listen to you because this is a great podcast, and you can follow me at Twitter at the Crystal Beth, and my PlayStation name and Twitch ID are Ms. M. S. Sparkle Diamond. If you're interested in playing video games with me, it's a great gamer tag. Thank you. I want people to know they're playing with a girl immediately. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, special thanks to our uh, Patreon associate producers. David Jeffries and Leaper182. We couldn't do the show without you. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 64. Bye. Bye. Bye.